Hello everybody and welcome to episode 47 of Millennial Movie Talk. I am here, I am Brayden, joined as always, somewhat, we've changed our schedule up a little bit with who's who and where's where, yep. um, but I'm joined by Steph. Hello. And I'm joined by Alex. Hello. Um, we're sort of working it in a way where basically you're going to get one week with Steph, Alex and Brayden, and one week you're going to get... Michael, Alex, and Braden, and you know what? Schedules. You're always gonna have Alex and Braden. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a very constant thing. Um, so you know what? We apologize. You guys Sometimes I'll worse. be on for the fourth week if exactly. I can. Like, yeah, there'll be times when schedules work out nicely. It's just temporary. Well. It's temporary. Um, speaking of temporary, definitely not the segment. Sony, what are you doing? Um, in this case, making a very nice decision. Um, Disney, what are you doing? In having no clue what they're doing, but also trying to make plans. Um, and then uh, Lizzie McGuire. So I think we should get into that a little bit. You know, um, Braden, just very quickly, although I kind of regret already opening my mouth now. Here but we go. I keep thinking a lot about when I did the intro last week yes. and Alex really did not feel my joke about oh, no. opening up. Shit pretending joke. To be, but I was thinking, you know how I could have made it funnier? Oh, no, how? If I embrace this idea that, you know how you're like the girl in the group? The, yeah. So If I embraced it as though like so you Braden came out- had like finally become a woman, I oh, that would have made it funnier. That would have. Uh, yeah, depends on what line you took with it. I'm going to have to like run no some lines. Of. I'm going to have to run some lines with Alex later. Yeah. Get some comedy improv because he's such a comedian. Comedian. Leave, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfection. Comedy. Uh, with that, uh, our top and only stories we are discussing this week. Um, news has just come out that uh, Sony's Uncharted movie, yes, that one with Tom Holland, um, which he says is filming really soon, which is insane. Goodbye. Um, has apparently cast Antonio Banderas, which is awesome. I hope to God he's playing a villain because that would be great fun. Are there like, any villains that would match his profile? There, well, there's an old British lady. Are we going to um, get any villains from the games, do you reckon? There's, I doubt it. I think this is going to be a fairly, like, I think they're going to be. It's going to be really loosely based on yeah, the Yeah, it's a bit more inspired by than loosey-goosey adaptation. Like, I don't think, um, like, I remember the villain from Uncharted 2, I think he was, like, Russian or he was, like, northeastern, like, that type of area, bold, massive dude who would, like, run his militia and stuff. And I don't see Antonio Banderas playing that. No. Um, I, heck, if he, I'd love him to be a guy who does a double cross or something. Like, classic Antonio Banderas being a cool, suave, bad guy yeah. in, a, like, a treasure hunting scenario. I'm all down for that. Okay. Um, and then also, uh, uh, they cast two other people as well. Um, one is uh, Sophia Ali, who um, people might recognize from the 2018 film Truth or Dare. Hang on. Alex likes this film, seen, don't you? I, 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 I like it in the sense of I like garbage. <laughs> in the sense that I would probably sit down and watch Married at First Sight. Ah, yes. In the sense of you will spend hours of your life flicking away through TikTok. I love... Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. Don't get personal with this. No. no. Okay, here's my thing with TikTok, right? This is my personal vendetta Do you know TikTok. how to tick? No. Uh, uh, here's my thing. So TikTok is like garbage. You know when you're driving down the street and you see a bunch of garbage bins and some of them are like pushed over and there's like shit everywhere and yeah, you're like, rats. oh, this is disgusting. Like yep. all of this is such a waste of space. There's nothing going on here. Nothing about this is useful. Someone should just take it away forever. And then you see a perfect condition couch 
or a perfect condition box of like records. You, you, you've taken this from somewhere. You've heard this analogy before. No, I, because I, I've heard this analogy on a podcast. Recently. Okay, then I've been I've clearly been influenced by someone and then been telling myself that I made it up like <laughs> from the past couple of weeks. Well, it's the first time hearing of it, so exactly. You know. But like, it's the type of thing where it's like every like point zero one percent of a TikTok is good. Well, I don't have TikTok. Because I'm not the, a 13 year old girl like Alex is, yeah. And so therefore, oh, I have okay. no idea. Alex has no opened opinion. TikTok. What were you? Did, Turn did off you forget? TikTok. Ab- what happened to the phone ban? Did this you is forget what the phone about? Is for. Did, did you, you forget about? Right now, what have you got there? I've got the we're show talking about, on my truth phone. or dare. What's, what's on my phone? Is it movie related? Talking about yes, it is movie related. Uh-huh. So Me and the boys are riding dare. at the sleepover. Hell yeah. Truth or dare? The good. film. Yeah. Good. Bad movie. Good bad movie. This chick. Do you know anything about? No, she doesn't stand out. All right. Um, and then the other person who's been cast is uh, Tati Gabrielle, who people might recognise from Netflix's Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Um, she's one of the witches who wears the like black with the white collar thing. Is that one of them the, from Grey's Anatomy? The Anim- girl with the dreads. Um, yes. Yeah. The um. Blah, 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 which one is it? Uh. Yeah. Sophia Ali is from Grey's Anatomy. What is she in Grey's Anatomy? Um, who knows? She's been in a bunch of other bad shit too. She I was. I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. She so was in a parody sh- film called The Walking Deceased. Damn, Catherine Heigl was in Grey's Anatomy, wasn't she? Yeah, um, she was. Also, shout out Isabel. Shout out to someone who was just on Grey's Anatomy. Um, Beanie Feldstein. She just showed up, and I just saw it on Instagram. I think. Wait, that's is awesome. Grey's Anatomy still a show that's running? Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Three hundred and sixty-one episodes. Fuck. Started in two thousand five. That's ridiculous. Um, well, that's uh, Grey's Anatomy talk because none of us watch it. Um, no, you should uh, though. And that's uh, a Dempsey, you can get it for. Ah, um, uh, so can McSteamy. There's Mc, sorry, there's McDreamy and there's McSteamy. What's the, two. the difference? Is one made of gas? No, one of them is Patrick Dempsey, and the other one is uh, a water him. elemental who's I'll been you know melted in fire. Is. It was like this le- one? Uh, he he lives in a sauna. Yeah, that one. Uh, they, they, they were both in the hit Eric- film Valentine's Day. Eric oh, Jesus. James. I feel like that's. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Dane Cook. <laughs> <laughs> Dane Cook like, can get it. Ah, uh, yes. Dame Edna. <laughs> Dane um, Cook from the hit film Employee of the Month. <laughs> Which um, I, 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 I enjoyed as a kid. Ending this Uncharted news, Ruben, uh, Ruben Fleischer? 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 Um, of Venom and Zombieland Venom. and stuff. Uh, he is Venom. officially set to direct now. So okay. this is their sixth Congrats. director. They finally have him confirmed. Apparently, Tom Holland says they're filming in t- like a month and a half or something, which is bonkers. Um, apparently, the script's finished up. Who knows? We will see what happens with this mess of a production. Um, do do y'all want to keep talking about random Grey's Anatomy? No, I'm done. No, no, I'm 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 done. Yeah. Doing some googlies. Perfect. Um, well, now we're over to a little bit of Disney news. Um, first up, Disney released a updated release schedule. Um, this was done, uh, back in, uh, like early mid February. Um, now, the interesting part of this is that uh, the next Star Wars movie is like scheduled to release in 2022 still, and like it hasn't been announced at all. Steph, you can is... just you can just say out loud yeah, what's, what's, what's the problem. What's bothering oh, you? my my earphones just cutting out a little bit, but oh, I think it's okay. come back now. That's okay. I okay. think it's come back. That's all good. Tell, tell me, tell me, tell me when. I can hear you now. Okay. Good. Can you can you hear me now? Yes, I can, can hear you now. Perfect. Can you, can you hear me now? It's the AT and T guy. Um, American. A brand we Toco. don't have here. A brand we don't I was have here. I going to say. Yeah. 
Now that one's for all of our American listeners. So how do you do? Um, yeah. So they, oh. they've so on this massive release schedule, I put a link to it there. So if you guys want to have a sass, do we know what any of these are going to be about? Nope. Different, totally different characters. Yep. Totally different enemies. Initially, uh. initially, this was going to be a case of when they had these like way ahead scheduled like dates of undisclosed Star Wars film. Uh, it was back when there was discussions of the uh, Game of Thrones people doing them. And yes, that's right. uh, Ryan Johnson's trilogy, which is still up in the air. Um, I want that stuff. to happen. I like Ryan. Johnson, I really like Ryan. But Johnson. I'd rather him make more Daniel Knives Craig out. Knives Out than Star Wars. Yeah, uh, which he is working on. Which it's still going to be though, like the whole rebellion and the dark side and all that jazz, right? Who knows? It's just the Star only Wars thing is we always know, just the same story. The only thing we yeah. know is that it's going to be set in the Star Wars universe, and that's it. And apparently, they have a date for them for December 2022, 2024, and twenty twenty six. In the opposite years of when they have the Avatar sequels lined up. <laughs> so we'll one see. year we get Avatar, one year we get Star Wars. Basically, yeah, they're, they're aiming for those two franchises to be their big, like, end of year Christmas movies. Oh, what everyone uses their gift vouchers to yeah. go see on Boxing Day. Yeah, so uh, they're using that as their oh, yeah. big end of year <laughs> thing. Um, we will see if any of that comes to fruition. I, I just want more Jumanji films on Boxing Day. That's, um, my, that's been my Boxing Day tradition recently. <laughs> Yeah, that has been Boxing Day. Go see Jumanji. Mm. Um, but yeah, people can go up and have a look and see uh, this updated release schedule. Um, there's some, a bunch of stuff on there. They've got stuff lined up literally for like a half the next half decade, which is insane. Like, I mean, with a big company like that, you kind of need it. But yeah, I find um, that interesting. Yeah. Um, another thing I find interesting, random fun fact that I found today. Um, Ryan Johnson, uh, during a um, uh, the uh, Vanity Fair uh, no- uh, notes on a scene, um, yeah. videos they do on U- their YouTube channel. Um, he, <laughs> he dropped a couple of fun facts. Um, one of which was that, uh, the very popular line of eat shit, eat shit, eat shit, uh, f- by Chris Evans, uh, was originally going to yeah. be fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, but that was going to give him an R rating. So Chris, Chris Evans came up with like just before shooting. Honestly, I think eat shit is funnier. Yeah. Eat shit's much funnier. Way better. Um, and then Ryan Johnson also let it slip that Apple... Let you use iPhones in movies as props, like as for like actual phones for the characters. And this is very pivotal if you're ever watching a mystery movie like Knives Out. Bad guys cannot use iPhones on camera. I imagine that's with all movies, just villains can't use iPhones. Yes. It just means that with a mystery movie, you could figure out what's going on. With a mystery movie, like, so I'm sure um, if we go back and watch Knives Out, if any of them are on their phone. Well, hang on, technically Apple Watches, because Walt's got the Apple Watch too. Oh, he got that Apple Watch. (laughs) <laughs> that Apple spawn. Wouldn't it just be easier than to use like a Samsung or something? Yeah. Oh but God, I doubt they want now. you to use it either. Yeah, I don't get it. What's the big breathe. deal? I mean, like. I mean, it's like, it, oh, my brand is now supporting a bad character. Bad guys are people too. We yeah. all need phones. I can imagine how much Tom Hiddleston and Marvel would pay for, would get paid for a company wanting to use Loki in an advert. Exactly. Oh my lord. Oh my god, if Loki had an iPhone, I would buy the shit out of iPhone. Yeah. I mean, I've got one right now, so I'm going to stop me. <laughs> I just got one today. Oh, yeah. oh, you got the new one? Yeah. Yeah, nice. How is it? Oh, well, it's great because Chris Evans can use it in Knives Out, so that's why I bought it. Ah. <laughs> Wait, he can. Couldn't. I no, can't. He, he didn't. He I was going to say. Well, you can use one Knives Out. I went, you know what? Also, I did see on um, Twitter, it was getting shared around a bit. Um, Alex, you love your Blu rays, don't you? I, I have a Blu ray. Do you, do, you, do you love your Blu ray still books? Yes. Do you like when still books have slipcases? 
Yes. Uh, th- Not many have slipcases, though. Okay, well, there's a Knives Out slipcase where um, on the cover, uh, like, it, still book, it's obviously, like, all the characters together and everything. Um, and then it's got a clear slipcase with all the knives on it. Ooh. So it's all pointing directly at Daniel Craig, obviously. Okay. And then you take it off. looks very there. cool. And then you flip it around. And because of how the image is placed on the back, it points at a very particular someone who we all love. Chris Evans? Yeah. How good. That is so, so good. Such a good design choice. Um, But you know what, really, that gets into a bit of a grey area then because, like, what? So, hypothetically, say you've got a movie with a bad, like, the villain is someone who's well-intentioned or has, like, Mm. a background. So do they not get to use a phone? Or what if you have a guy, someone who's, like, a good guy but they're super unlikable and they're actually a bad person but they're not the villain? It's like, like, oh, uh, Deadpool uses iPhone 11. Yeah, or even if you've got, like, a real dickhead in the movie but he's actually not the villain. He's just in the... Like like the insurance agent in The Incredibles. Mm. That's the first one that came to my head. Like Biff. If they did Back to the Future and they did Biff... And Biff was walking around with his iPhone being like, hey, I'm going to FaceTime you. Yeah, like he's not really a villain, is he? But nah, he was just he's the unlikable. Just, yeah, he's just a, he's a bully. So it gets into a grey area and I reckon, yeah. you know. It, it's weird. It's very weird. Um, I don't know why I, the, the thought of Disney and Fox and that came into my head. I think bully made me think of, um, what's the Simpsons bully? Nelson? Nelson. Yeah. Um, have you seen that uh, Disney are doing a Maggie short before Onward? Huh? Yeah. They're, they're, they're doing it to replace. That was one of the deals in the. That's Disney pretty Fox cool deal. though. That's it's it's weird. It's very it's weird. Very weird. It's gonna be a bit jarring to see that before like a a For Simpsons a... animation before a. Wow. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not. Uh, hey, we'll see how it goes. But it is gonna feel really weird. Um, that's another thing I watched today. Uh, what um uh Tin Toy, the original Pixar short, the first CG Pixar short they did. Which one was that? The, is that the, the, one? the little. Uh, marching one man band toy, and then the freakish baby comes in. Ah, oh, do you remember the one with the snow globe? Nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, the snow thing globe one's good. Trapped in the snow globe. I remember the ones with good. the birds on the. On the yeah, that's toy. a good one. That's a good oh one. Oh my god, these shorts were the best. Yeah, honestly, the the Pixar shorts were amazing. Um, I highly recommend everyone just go and watch them because they still hold up. That baby in uh, Tin Toy uh, legitimately does the Jurassic Park chase with the Tin Toy. <laughs> And the second I watched it now, being like an adult, I was like, oh, shit, this is just Jurassic Park. <laughs> uh, it's very weird. Anyway, speaking of very weird, um, y'all remember how they're meant to be doing Lizzie McGuire? On yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm very excited. They made excited. a big deal about announcing it. Yeah. Uh, isn't it weird how we haven't heard much about that recently? Yes. Uh, uh, no, I heard that it got delayed because the original showrunner left. Yes. So this is what we're getting at here. A few um, weeks back. Yeah, so uh, what's going on is uh, there might be a deeper problem within running shows for Disney and Disney Plus and Hulu and all that crap that I, is run by them. I reckon maybe shows like Lizzie McGuire might get into some problems, ones that they don't know if it's going to be that profitable compared to like shit like uh, Mandalorian. They're like, yeah, we mm. know this is going to do great and we'll give them the stuff. And then all like Falcon and Winter Soldier, you're like, yeah, yeah. you guys, your movies have been going fine. We're just going to let Big you Big MCU, that's fine. You've got the green light easy. Yeah, but stuff um, like this. It's very interesting in this sense because it might not even be a sense of popularity or profitable. Uh, instead, this is questioning a bit more what Disney are allowing. Um, so uh, the story goes like this. So um, the uh, revival was meant to bring her back and she, it was going to be a story about when she was, now she's in her 30s. Um, and then uh, it got put on hold in January. Um, the showrunner, Terry Minsky, who was the original show's showrunner as well, ah. um, she exited due to creative differences. 
Um, and then this is the this is where it gets real, real interesting. Um, so they filmed two episodes before Disney put it in limbo, basically. Um, it went completely silent. Um, Hilary Duff herself finally came out and commented on it um, in a tweet uh, regarding the um, Disney Plus series that they're doing that's related to Love, Simon. Are they doing one right? Yeah, they're doing a Love, Simon. But yeah. like nothing about the movie. No. Nah. So the series is called Love, Victor. Um, and now it's planning to move to Hulu after Disney Plus deemed it inappropriate for their audience. Um, a lot of people have taken to that being that because the, it's a gay centric storyline it's homophobic, and it's LGBTQ plus, um, people have claimed that, uh, the series was pulled from Disney Plus because it might, the whole gay thing. (laughs) Um, and then Disney are like, oh no, it's, it's about adult themes like, uh, alcohol abuse and like, we love gays, sexuality Elsa's and stuff. No, have you, have you heard they're coming out? They'll be like, Hey, we have an openly gay character in uh, Onward. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's for like 10 seconds in the background. Um, and also in Frozen 2, there was like a gay couple. Yeah. 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 They were walking down. The, wait, was it for, which one was it? They were walking down the street, no, two mums. No, Frozen 2. Yeah. In Frozen 2, there was like a character that talks to Kristoff. Yeah. Or someone. And she was gay. Yeah. Um, um, so and yeah. That, that uh, got cut from Russia. So this headline came out about <laughs> Love Victor and being taken off Disney Plus. Uh, Hilary Duff retweets that headline saying, sounds familiar. So apparently it seems that the Liz Maguire revival's fallen into the same issue um, and that it's now being deemed inappropriate for Disney Plus audiences. That's that, that's what's going to And might get moved to Hulu instead if so, they do pick it up again. That's what's going to that's going to Did you try again? That's, no. That's going to what that's gonna, oh, words Alex structure the sentence 3 2 1. That's what's going to kill Disney Plus is that it's uh, adult they, content. It they're going to go so much into hey is this kid related or not? But yeah, it's just mm. like. Do we think that's the problem? They want to play it so these? safe. Imagine if the Mandalorian was rated MA. No, nah, I think Star Wars should never be rated MA. But nah, is this the problem R, with Disney Plus owning, yes. or like, so having all of them on the one streaming service? No, because they also that, that's this is the thing that their stuff that is deemed too adult for Disney Plus generally just gets shoved over to Hulu, right? Which sucks. Is Hulu don't get and Hulu, Hulu is owned Hulu. by. Disney. Hulu is also Disney owned. Okay, so it's not Disney the issue that everything. Disney is owning all of these things. Yeah. It's not that it's buying these um, like franchises it's and not, saying we want you to be less adult. It's not adult. Disney saying we don't want your gays here. Yeah, it's, it's Disney saying okay, well maybe maybe not having the sexuality positive, you know, adult themed alcohol stuff uh, and anything like that. In so they want to keep Disney, Disney Plus. Well, in I don't think. What about parental I actually, controls? I don't know. Here's the thing with Disney yeah. Plus. I think maybe now this is going off experience because I have certainly watched a show on Disney Plus that has had a major to minor in in the weird in between uh, gay relationship in in the High School Musical show. Yeah. So I don't think it's all about them being gay. Maybe. Maybe the alcohol and 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 issue. the other adult themes. Maybe that it. might be an issue too. I assume that would be a big I think issue. That's. I think people might be taking it in the route of the calling it out on sexuality is like its easiest target. But I mean, it's a very interesting discussion topic, especially with it being like Hillary Duff being like, "Yeah, this is exactly what's happening with." Well, because High School Musical definitely. Um, two of the characters they have. There was a whole episode around them too. Well, not like around them, but like they featured predominantly in an episode in the formal or the prom episode mm. where they both went to prom together. So nice. Disney owns Fox now, right? Yes. yes. So like Fox is the one that did like Deadpool and yep. Yep. 
So, but we're not going to see those on Disney Plus then, I'm assuming, nope. because yeah, of these not on Disney not on censorship Disney issues now. They're, that's going to probably be But they're not going to put an R-rated thing on Disney Plus. But Future F-bomb is on Disney Plus. Yes. Which is very weird that it is still there. I feel like they're more focused on, like, sexual things. Blood. Not necessarily Blood, LGBT. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, but, like, even, even like, we're going to sex ha- TV sort of have a weird scene. thing where they'll happily show, make the walk, like, they'll make The Walking Dead and they'll love The Walking Dead and there'll be so much blood, guts, like, over-the-top gore. Oh, yeah. But the whole thing with The Walking Dead is, like, they were never allowed to swear in that show. Yeah, it's very yeah, weird. Yeah, they were allowed, like, one per season. Like, that yeah. Was- it's 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 just such a weird dynamic. It's like, well, what's important to you now? Well, like, the same well, with like nudity. Thing, what I learned with yeah. Breaking Bad, yeah, was that in the first season of Breaking Bad, if you notice, there's normally one fuck in every episode in season one. As soon as shows like that get popular, they start censoring them, and being like, hey, maybe like like I, I reckon there was a few seasons where after season one. No, there was no f bombs until Skylar went. Hey, I fucked Ted. Yeah. I think that was the first one in a while, and then I think the last season had a few just because it was that last season. I do yeah. think that sometimes limiting the f bomb is good for like effect. Love like, Simon. Love Simon powerful. has the most effective f bomb I've seen in a while. So does Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, yes, Jojo Rabbit's f bomb right. is great. So, like, Jojo so when does you have an do that sort of thing, like, and it's even more so when you have a whole season and you like usually when they use it, they pick a pivotal moment. To be yeah. fair, Tyler's I fucked Ted was like. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So, Skyler, like, you know, that sort Tyler. of stuff is good. But at the same Skyler. time, yeah. I would rather them choose I said to Skyler. do that. No, you said Tyler. I definitely said Skylar. All right, rewind the tape. Because I've watched that show many times. So I'd never call her Tyler. I think it was just your mouth not working properly. It's all good. Uh, I think maybe your ears not working properly. Oh. We're going to have to replay it later. We will. It's fine. Um, but yeah, like, if I would rather them choose, even though I think it's more effective that way, I think I would rather them choose to do it like that for artistic mm. purposes rather than be forced or pressured to do that. Yeah. It's whenever just something principle. Ha- whenever something has to change for a distributor. It's nah. just annoying. Like, why are you trying to suppress the like the, the artistic freedom of these people? Damn straight. Let people speak up, man. Oh, yes. It's just a word. I yeah, mean, exactly. Freaking adults are watching it. It's like... There aren't kids. Like you haven't got kids watching exactly. it anyway. No kid. Between, you say is it once. Look you say at, it fifty times. What no difference kid does it make? is gonna look at five minutes of Breaking Bad and go, "Yeah, I'm gonna keep watching this because it's just people talking." No parents gonna let their kids kid watch Breaking Bad that. and then hear him go like, "Oh fuck, fuck, fuck," and be like, oh, "All of a sudden, yeah. no, this is not okay for you." It's like what? Okay, yeah. People, people, uh, people need to sort themselves out. Yeah. Moral okay. of the story: Get your shit together, everyone. That's it. Um, that's that's our news. Alex, you want to talk about Patreon for a sec? Hey, everyone, go check out Patreon. If you go check out Patreon, you'll see a lot of fun commentaries we do for such movies as Percy Jackson and the Sea of Monsters, It Chapter 2. We also have done Charlie's Angels and the famous movie Lion King (laughs) One and a Half. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so if you go check them out, they're on there. I think they're on the three dollar tier. But if you don't want to pay three dollars for a one dollar tier, you get some exclusive bonuses such as uh, like pre- access to our Discord shows and stuff, and you'll get pre shows, pre shows, and special one off random funny recordings that we do. So if you want to support us, go check us out there on Patreon. You'll find all that info at patreoncom talk. And thank you all for staying here to listen about Patreon. You know what time it is? It's not the yeah. Go. <laughs> How do you everyone feel here about psychological horror? Uh, Bubbledook is like one them. of my favourite movies. I quite like them. My favourite. The best type of horror. Oh, yeah. Probably the best type of horror, really. I, I, you see, when it comes to psychological horror, like... The hardest type of horror. You get a lot of, like, crime and thriller stuff trying to do it. Yeah, that and stuff sucks. I've That's been my only real, like, experience with that in the past. Um, I watched... What is quite possibly the classic 
psychological horror that like pushed Only the boundaries the at the first time. Horror movie ever to win to win and a best picture, Oscar. best picture, which is insane. Uh, I finally, after all these years, got around to watching Silence of the Lambs, originally released in 1999, starring the wonderful Anthony Hopkins, who I can't look at the same ever again. <laughs> um, dear Lord, this like so I was like, okay, cool, psychological horror won't be like. The like jump scary horror that I, I like don't like, so I'll be like, oh, I sh- I should be okay with this. Like, there's gonna be challenging themes, but I, I I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, this this is fucked up. Like in like a halfway like half an hour into the film, you've got like you've already seen skinned bodies, and then there's a decapitated head, and just like the interactions between Clarice and Hannibal are like just spine tingling like the fact that the way it's shot i loved uh from a film perspective because i was just like the fact that they're filming this conversation like eyes dead into the camera like when they're doing those things they cut between each other and it's face to the camera and not off to the side as though they're talking to the person it's as yeah. though you are the person they're talking at so when anthony hopkins is like it's an extreme close up on his face and he's just going through this one terrifying psychological thought. You're just like, oh. Is it the one with the fave beans yeah. and Chianti? That's it. Um, there are so many classic lines in this, and that's the only thing I ever knew about this film going in. Literally the only thing I knew about Silence of the Lambs was at one point he goes. Ew, don't do that again, please. That's all he does. I was like, oh, that's all he does in this film. And then I watched it and went, fuck, this film's gross. So what, this one, Best Picture at 1992 Academy Awards? That's very cool. I didn't actually realize that it had won the mm. Academy Award for the and best picture. I now understand why. Because in every aspect that it is trying to accomplish in this film, it achieves it. So all the tension that it builds, it's very tense. All the scares that it does in the sense of like something being really fucked up um, or something being like obviously someone's a sociopath or a psychopath and not making humane decisions... And seeing those events happen really messes with you because it's so just unpleasant. Um, yeah, I, and the entire story that it tells with Clarice from the initial, like, still being in FBI training and the academy and everything, and then her progression to the end, which was uh, terrifying. Um, have, have you guys I, seen I it? I was just saying I haven't seen it in, like, 10 years mm. at least. Like, it's been... A long time. I don't remember so, anything about it. Spoilers for a film from almost 30 years ago. That's scary. Yeah. Um, uh, the end sequence where the rest of the FBI people are in the plane heading off to where they think Buffalo Bill is um, and then them breaking down the door and Buffalo Bill coming to the door from them knocking there and Clarice being at Buffalo Bill's house and the FBI being off on some goose chase. Um, the entire sequence in Buffalo Bill's house in the final scenes, terrifying when the lights go off and it goes into first-person perspective in night goggles and night vision from Buffalo Bill just standing, looking at Clarice like half a centimetre away. I forgot all about this. Terrifying. Oh, my <laughs> God. I was sitting there watching the screen just like, like my hands, like gripping my head, going, "This is horrible. I never want to be in a pitch dark room ever again." <laughs> like, th- just the fact that there's no cut on that shot, 
uh, in the night vision and like uh, the actress who's playing Clarice like either literally can't see anything or does an incredible job of acting like she is blind. Um, the entire sequence is just like, it's one long cut of just her like frantic, like with her pointing a gun and trying to hear anything and him just calmly watching her and then following and standing and then like being like, there's a point where she turns her head when his hand is like up by her face. She turns her head he moves his hand slightly just enough so that it misses touching her. And then he like moves his hand around her face, just avoiding contact and then moves back. It's gross. I was going to say Jodie Foster actually had a, um, a stalker at one point, I think. And I'm not sure if it was before or after. Uh, Actually, I think it might've been, Never mind. In which case I think it was beforehand actually. Yeah, someone had an obsession with her after watching Taxi Driver. Yikes. Yeah, and then he, the guy attempted to assassinate Ronald Reagan. And then Jesus. he said that his impression, his his motivation was to try and impress Jodie Foster. And she was like, Christ. whoa, dude. Wow. And then she was like, back. all right, I'm going to separate my life from my art and I'm going to do a film about psychopathic murderers. Yep. Um, yeah, Hannibal the Cannibal. Um, Anthony Hopkins, his performance is amazing. I completely understand why everyone... Like, talks about it so much. Um, I mean, yeah, film-wise, amazing. Scary as fuck. What'd you give it out of five? Uh, oh, I gave it a really high score. Um, it, it's on my letterbox. I think I gave it a four and a half, I think. Because, like, the twists I wasn't ready for. Um, the sequence when he's in the uh, cage um, was excellent. When he, oh, just the dancing scene from Buffalo Bill is terrifying. The skin suit... That's a spoiler for anyone. Four and but, a half. Oh my god! They show it in one su- one shot. It's in the background, and you see it, and you're just like, "Oh fuck!" Um, and then obviously the the skin mask. Uh, oh yeah, there's some seriously fucked up shit in that film, and it ends open endedly, and I love it. Good. Um, I'm probably not gonna go and watch the two thousand and something film, uh, Hannibal, which was the sequel, prequel, whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, might watch the TV show with Mads Mikkelsen, though. We'll see. I've heard that's good. I've heard it's good. Uh, not as scary, I don't think. I think just as gross, though, because he is still murdering folks. Yes. Um, and yeah, Sounds of the Lambs. That was okay. it. Thank you. What time is it, Alex? Uh, it is. Everyone's favorite time? It is time. Did you turn yourself down? Sounds of the Lambs, my dude. And talk throughout the whole segment. I was wondering why you were being so quiet. Yeah. So How it come? makes sense. That would be a joke. That's a funny Thomas joke. Of the oh. Thomas of the Lambs. Because <laughs> his name's Alex. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Deep comedy here at the MMT. <laughs> it took me so long to get it. He's he's the lamb. He's the lamb. He's the lamb. And he was silent. Silence of the, the whole lambs. time. Also, you should watch Red Dragon. That was good. Red uh, Dragon was good? Yeah, Red Dragon was good. All right, I might go check out Red Dragon. All right, it's time for everyone's favorite tootin' hootin' uh, dance segment in the Wild Yee-hoo! West. Look, Tell me about them dollar bills, y'all. This is sad because the stock market is down, down, oh, down. Oh, no. There's been a big stock market crash in the world, real world, but we're in Alex's world now. Alex's Step, world. Stop hitting your microphone with your head. Do you <laughs> so, not think that doesn't make sound? No. <laughs> <laughs> They're not that good at, like, removing random little like mic sounds. <laughs> Just like, oh, you know what? Away from the My neck's getting a bit tired. I, I reckon this microphone can hold me. It just, it's, it's not even that. I don't even know 
I'm doing it. Anyway, do it. let's oh, start with this. Coming in at number two this week is Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic. Sonic coming with a 16.2 million uh, weekend it had there, which was very, very good. It got to go fast. It got to go fast straight out of number one spot. Hell yeah. Uh, dropping uh, 37.9% from its previous weekend. Which uh, is surprisingly good. Yeah, good. Adding to its total worldwide gross of $265 million, and. $55,045. Um, <laughs> I love that you've got it down to so specific. Of a budget of $85 million. That's uh, doing very well. That has a critic score of 63, while the audiences are loving it. Uh, might as well be called McDonald's because they're loving it. Uh, it's 93. Uh, number three, we have Call of the... <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, this, the wild. This, <laughs> bum, 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 bum. this is wow. I can't is be bothered a, clicking the button. Nah, we could, we got to change the the screen that our button yeah, settings are it's, on. It's too much. Yeah. Um, we need a we need a panel operator. Um, <laughs> hello, how who can I connect you with today? Uh, that had a thirteen point. I nearly said thirty. That had a thirteen. Thirty point, mil. Oh my god! If this film made thirty mil, I would shit myself. Uh. $13.4 million. It dropped 46.1%. Uh, not bad for its, for its second week, but also it didn't make a lot the first week. Mm, and so, also in the sense of uh, those were some expensive CGI animals, y'all. Yeah. Uh, that is on top of its... Uh, that is contributing to its uh, worldwide gross of $79 million, $849,674. Uh, this ain't making that budget back. Uh, uh, that's off a budget of $135 million, which is absolutely ridiculous. Once again, it is the highest, um, it is the, the, the most expensive movie this for, week. For anyone, that is ridiculous. For anyone who has trouble like really appreciating the numbers that we're saying with our mouths right now, like without a visual in front of you, um, I'm going to break this down really slowly. Call of the Wild's budget was $135 million. Bad Boys for Life, starring Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Hijacking my segment? An action film. No, I'm just saying, that was only a budget. Which we would get into. No, but I'm saying, the comparison there is insane. Um... Yeah, that's great, great. And if for anyone, what I believe I've heard and for what I've known from studying all this, a film needs to make... Uh, this is just its budget for production. Um, Jesus. A film needs to roughly make about twice its budget mm-hmm. to be a success. So Espe- maybe oh. twice... Pushing to three times its budget to be Especially a with how much this film's been advertised. Like, its marketing budget would actually be very large. Uh, coming in number four is a movie I never heard of before. Frankly, I'm not a fan of anything that this... It's uh, the anime for the weeaboos out yeah, there. This is My Hero Academia, Heroes Rising. I guess it's just a Hero Academia movie. Uh, I'm not sure if this is the first Hero Academia movie. Or no clue. Yeah, no clue about that. that I made don't think it is. I, I don't know and I don't care. People exactly. love that series. Though. Um, People that, are mad that for it. That made $5.8 million this week. Uh, it's his first week on the US bu- on the US box office. Uh, so no drop off there. Uh, and $24 million worldwide. I'm not going to read out the whole one for that one because I don't nah, care. Damn. Um, it's got a good rating. So it got a got 92 uh, from critics and a 98 from audiences. So they're liking this one. Mm, that's crazy. Um, so yeah, if you're a, uh, a anime fan out there or a lapsed anime fan, maybe you watched Dragon Ball Z or some other bullshit back in the day. 
Um, it's uh, think of it basically as a parody on superheroes. Coming in at number five, we had Bad Boys for Life. Um, nice. That's how they, they say it. Um, that, that <laughs> that's had a, not how they say it. How the, how <laughs> they the, sing it. That's how the kids say sing it. Sing it. Anyway, $4.35 million <laughs> this weekend with still a 20, 25.6%. This is a fucking hit. The fact that it's still here is bonkers. And you know what? The fact that it was good yeah. is awesome too. Yeah. Um, that, that is a that's a good plus. Yeah, a worldwide gross of uh, four hundred and five million dollars, four hundred eighteen thousand five hundred nineteen, uh, of a ninety million dollar budget, which is bonkers. Jeez. It's made over four times its budget, so it's a smash smash hit success for that movie. And you know what? I'm just, it's always nice to see a movie like this. That definitely yeah, movies like this. If you put this in the category of films that come out so long after um its original oh, films. Yeah. There's not a lot of success there. Uh, yeah. it, you know, it's it's hanging out with Dumb and Dumber too. Is isn't it insane that in the same year we well in the same like four year bracket like we got a new Bad Boys after all that time, and then we also got a Jumanji. Yeah, and you know we're getting Lethal Weapon. Yeah, Lethal Weapon is trying to come back. Um, but you know we're crit- getting Coming to America. Yeah. Um, critics are going to really like, critics really like this with 77% and, uh, audiences fucking loved it yeah. with a 96%. They're mad for it. And, uh, just missing out on number five, Yowch. we have Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, $4.1 million, a 39.7% drop off. Um, that's, so that make gives it a worldwide world gross of right now of 188,586,416, um, of a budget of 84.5. And the audiences and critics agree very well. Nice. With uh, 78% on both sides. Oh, hang on. This Sorry, guys. I missed this top one. Um, oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> um, funny that. I missed this top one. Oh, the, the Invisible Man came in at number one this week. Wowzers. Uh, $28.2 million. Talk about making your budget back. Uh, double your budget back. <laughs> Whoa, and it's such a small budget. Yeah. yeah. That's how Blumhouse do things. Um, That's bonkers. 48 48 Sorry. Uh, had no drop off. because Five mil was just the CGI on the suit. Yeah. Uh, uh, so of a budget of seven million worldwide, this movie is right now has made forty eight uh, million dollars three hundred and five thousand six hundred sixty five dollars, um, with a audience score of eighty eight and a critic score of ninety one. Damn, that's you know high. This is the only one where the audience score is lower than the critic score. Yeah, that that's crazy. People, yeah, people are going mad for The Invisible yeah. Man. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we saw it earlier this month. We just released our review I and our really, spoiler really discussion. I really, really liked it. I swear to God, I must have missed something. I, I need, need to, to rewatch it, it. I think I need to go watch it again. I'm going to go Brayden, I'm sorry. I don't think you're invited anymore because I can't have I've you laughing ruined, next to me. <laughs> I've ruined films, basically. <laughs> I don't know why. I, like, everyone's going on about it. And I'm like, are you for real? Like, I just wasn't, I just wasn't. Maybe go see it again. I you might need know. to go see it again. And I need to go in it not thinking it's going to be a horror. And I need to go in it. Like thinking it's going to get a, a bit action yeah. yeah. Um, I just don't know if it's my sort of movie. Really. I don't like, think it's. I was talking sort of to someone movie. today about it, and um, I was telling they don't care for spoilers, so they were just uh telling me like, "Hey, spoil the shit out of it for me." Yeah, and I'm, like, I'm still going to go see it, but I just want it spoiled. I'm like, okay, so I told them, and they're like, "Wow, that sounds really cool." Yeah, like, I told her spoilers for this man. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, um, skip thirty seconds if you don't want spoil. I was talking about the scene where it's just her and the girl in the room, and then suddenly the girl just gets slapped out of nowhere. Yeah. And I was like, that that was the scene that made me go, fuck. That, that's that when... is the best use of that yeah, whole technology. That, no, that was a cool. And you know what? Something I want, I didn't even think about. No, not at all. Do, but like, see, I got it, I found it ridiculous when they went into the restaurant then. 
I thought that was ridiculous. Well, no, the only thing is that you have to give some movie logic away where you're just like, is it really not a camera anywhere? Like yeah, in this restaurant? Yeah, it's like... I thought, I thought it was really cool what he did, but maybe if they put it in a different setting where it wasn't as yeah. visible, especially with technology. But especially coming from a movie where, where cameras and technologies plays a big part in it. Meant to be so good. This guy, this guy must have been the shittest Tony Stark of cameras ever. If there's not even a CCTV but camera I thought, in every building. I thought the idea of that scene and what he did there. Oh, yeah, the idea cool. of it is mental. Because what this movie did, it surprised me. I did not expect him to be gaslighting her, essentially, oh, yeah. um, throughout the whole movie, which it's I like, loved. It's like if you turned gaslighting up to, like... Literally 50. gaslighting with that kitchen scene. Yeah, well, true. Yeah, wow. true. Yeah, no, I think I went into it with different expectations. I had tension, like... Ruined like a, by Brayden. <laughs> I didn't say it. You said it. Yeah, because and, it's true. Um, it's probably not really my type of movie to go into to begin with. So maybe mm. we'll put it down to experience. Like that time, remember you went and saw. I can't remember what movie it was, but you're like you were really tired. You didn't really see it. And it was just, it just uh, wasn't the two, best. two. Um, that I definitely had that one of them was incredible too. But now after rewatching it, I'm like, no, you're right, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Stand by your gun. There's another one where I needed to watch it again to give it another go. I can't remember. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a, it's oh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. There you go. That, oh, that's my, right. My first watch for that, I'd just been played 10 games of bowling. Yeah. And uh, and also, uh, literally the day after, I had a three-day stomach flu. Christ. Yeah, so he wasn't well. So he didn't, yeah, I remember he didn't really like it all that much when he first watched it. So you it. were like, uh, okay, you need to watch it again, maybe. Yeah. So Steph, uh, okay, you need to watch this again, maybe. I think I might need to. We'll have to, we'll have a time. I'll go see it again. Yeah, so now, right. now that it's blown up and is in cinemas like crazy. Go uh, check it out. Go check out our review. And our spoiler review. Yeah, go watch it. Then Over listen to our review. At YouTube or uh, Spotify. Because uh, we delve right deep into that. And uh, Alex and I had some hit predictions in it, which we nailed. Um, you know, when, when we're talking about in the film, when we predicted something and then, oh uh, yeah, happened. when I was like, dude, she's oh blank, yeah, blank. <laughs> like, yeah, it was excellent. Um, yeah. Okay. Is, is that our, uh, is that our, is that our box office sec? Hey, yes. <laughs> hey, hey, Alex. Hey, Brad. What you been watching? Uh, all right. Uh, I'm going to do a Braden this week and say something that wasn't a movie. That was a YouTube thing. I've been watching a lot of Try Guys, but I'm not going to go too much into it. Nice. So I've just been, yeah. I, I, you know what? I love the Try Guys, man. For, for when it comes to uh, what we've been watching, I think YouTube is so integral yeah. to our generation and what we do. We're allowed to give a shout out. Yeah. No other podcast. Gonna... No other podcast, though. No, uh, well, that's listening, so. Yeah. So no um, even listening. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, who, I, I think we can shout out YouTube stuff. I have, I have a question. Yes. Um, I have Michael's answer from this too, because I've spoken to him in the past week about it. Who's your favorite try guy? Oh, um, oh, wait, let me, let me, let me know their names quickly. Um, there is it. Zach, Keith, um, Ned and Eugene. For uh, sure, Ned. For sure, really? Ned. Really? I, I don't know. I've never seen I the am try a Keith. guys. But... I love Keith. Uh, you would be a Keith guy, I Michael reckon, yeah. also likes Keith. Oh, now I'm going to have to watch these people and I tell you my real answer. For me, it's either Zach or Eugene. Eugene is a Eugene lot of, is, is a, amazing. He's great too. Um, he, he's the one who uh, did that massive coming out video that like blew up. Um, I'm not I sure if you don't saw it. No. Okay. It's like a I, massive dance number so type thing. I love them all, and I think they're all great, and they all do, and they're all perfect. They all have a. They're all a mix. Oh, they're dynamic. Like is uh, Keith brilliant. is just funny, and like. Uh, and all that. Ned's Keith? the dad of the group, but yeah. also is really funny. Zach's fucking crazy. Yeah. And then Eugene's just like, Eugene is thinks like, he's better than everyone. Yeah. Eugene is like, thinks he's above stuff. Whereas like Keith is like the goofy, like yep. being so a bit in my order of my favorite, ridiculous. but I love them all. And none of them is my least favorite. I watch all of their videos, even when they're just separate doing their own thing. My order is I'm like fucking, and someone's going to turn this bad on me. My order is 
Keith, Zach, Ned, Eugene. Yeah. Eugene's at the bottom, but I still love Eugene and yeah, I love Because he's do. part of the comedy dynamic. Yeah, you hilarious. need someone being that straight man. I watched their IKEA without instruction video. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. I say he's straight up funny. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um I was yeah. gonna give that thirty more seconds before I was like, I was guys, say, remember when we said we were gonna give YouTube a shout out? It's just gonna be a delve- shout out, not like um, so yeah, delving into it. Other than watching Brooklyn Nine Nine, um, oh yeah, I just keep watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Like old stuff or the most recent stuff? Most recent, and then when I just want something on the background, I will put the old stuff on. Okay, okay. Um, alright, uh, I watched Avengers Endgame the other day. Nice. Uh, just How's it hold up? It's great. <laughs> great time. Like it, like oh, I noticed this thing and now it's oh, bad. That's a commitment to put back to put on, isn't it? Uh, big boy. Yeah, I was doing stuff. I was sitting on the couch though, but I was also doing things while yeah. like doing some uni stuff. And then one thing I actually sat down and turned everything off to rewatch was uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. How I haven't seen it. How did this go? This was this the is most my recent one. Favorite Mission Impossible. This film. is the Henry Cavill one. Yeah, yeah. I think this is the best one. Okay. Um, I think they progressively get better. I think one's Damn. fine. Oh, hang on. So except the exception of two. Okay. One's fine. Two's not so good. Right. Three's great. Four's fantastic. Five's yonks amazing. Yeah. And then six is just out of the park. That might explain my bias with Mission Impossible because I think the only one I've ever <laughs> seen is two. Yeah, two's the worst. So I might have two's to go the one and that watch starts off with him rock climbing in Australia. Ah, yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I might so, have to watch these most recent ones then because yeah. it sounds so, good. So, yeah, just number f- six, man. Like, it's so good. And I watched it in 4K. And on the 4K disc, it turns into IMAX. Damn. And, and two, and like a few scenes, the big action scenes. But yeah. the ending in IMAX is just fucking great. That's so good. Yeah. So I watched that. That's what I'm watching. Uh, everyone go check out Mission Impossible Fallout. It's a great time. But you should watch all of them first because Fallout is really the one where it's just like, hey, you have to watch three, you have to watch five and six. Okay. So I'll go yeah, through. Sorry, and... you have to watch four, uh, three, four, five. Yeah. Okay. I'll go through and watch those. Um, Steph, what are you been watching? So I'd just like to start this off by saying on a quick tangent in terms of movies that I love, obviously, I bought a movie poster the other day for Call Me By Your Name. Hey. And I got it today. And Is it bad? All of the, re- like, you know how it has the reviews at the top? Yeah. Uh, bad? Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a photo I of was it? like, this yes! is, I'll take a photo and send it to you. Perfect. What am I going to do now? I'm going to buy a new poster. Oh, my God. And you can just be like, oh, quick. That's amazing. You can be like, oh, it's like a foreign film now. I yeah. know, but uh, it's, it's like. It's a title like, in English? Yeah. That's it's, it's everything else in English? Oh Not when God. it says, like, coming soon. That's fine. That's fine. Does the poster look cool? Did it cost a lot? It looks like. No, it didn't okay. really. I can, like, then just buy fine. another one buy and it's not a big deal. Oh, just like some seller on eBay. Oh, I want to get some more posters. I want to get a Nice Guys and Knives Out poster. Nice Guys and Knives Out. I Parasite. wish there was a good Parasite. shop oh, who would fuck. sell. Yeah, I'd you be, completely forgot. Hey. No. Alex has been meaning to keep up with our friends over at um, pa- 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 Prospect. Palace Nova. Palace Nova, the Ooh. cinema chain, who we're, go- we're good friends with in the sense of Alex has a membership and gets us cheap tickets. <laughs> um, uh, He's been meaning to keep up of when Parasite isn't in playing anymore because on that week that tuesday he needs to run in to steal one of the posters it's still playing okay <sighs> a fucking lot of sessions jesus yeah you can Se- watch this movie on blu-ray it's do you reckon Blu-ray. i can do oh that for God. east end um maybe uh, i've already talked to him then i was he said what he told me i 
tell you off. <laughs> this oh, is an integral. Anyway, I think we need to find a shop that is gonna like harass these cinemas to get their movie posters. Even though I the know guy told me they throw most of them away. Having yeah. worked in a cinema though, I know that sometimes the distributors ask for them back, and that's what we have to tell all customers when they ask about yeah. them. But also, we have a little box in the staff room that has the posters in case I want to take them. But they're all for the really shitty movies. That's yeah. the problem. Hey, you got me a train spotting two one. I did, and I've got a La La Land one. Mm. So, and you've got a Man and Uncle one. I do, Man from Uncle. Nice. Uh, two of them with Army Hammer on it. What would you now with my Call Me By Your Name one? Anyway, I think we need a shop that's going to get movie posters and sell them to people because I would spend all my money there. So, so Steph, why did you watch South Park? Yeah, okay. So, (laughs) (laughs) I'll just bring us back. I don't know. Like, okay, so South Park, there are a bunch of I mean, new episodes released. I'm, I'm all down for watching South Park. I, oh. I think, did I show you the movie? You did. You showed How me the movie. How good is the movie? It's so funny. Like, and like, the, have you seen the movie? South Park I have not. Well, Can I those... pitch you the movie? Have you heard about anything in the movie? Is, it, is this Imagination Land? No, 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 no. So it's an official South Park movie that came out in theatres. Okay. Uh, it came out uh, around season Bigger, two longer, and uncut. It's called okay. South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Oh, I've seen the title. I've never actually heard anything about it. It's a musical. Jesus, of course. Oh, uh, Matt and Trey, of course yeah. it is. Uncle Fucker is probably... Have you heard of that before? No. <laughs> no? Uh, it is Jesus. great. Um, Blame Canada was an Oscar-nominated oh, song. Oh, that's where Blame Canada comes from. Yeah. Okay. Blame Com- Oscar-nominated Jesus song. Christ. Anyway, the late, the three latest seasons, or like, no, well, I can't remember I can't remember exactly the new seasons are. The seasons aren't great because... Some they, of the latest Sorry. Um, it's new, okay. Well, the problem with the newer seasons are they go for a storyline throughout the whole season. Where South Park, I used quite to be, liked that though. South like, Park used to be contained in it. I know each of them, but the thing is, they still do have their contained storylines. Yeah. But there's one big overarching plot, like Mr. Garrison runs for president, yeah, and that's taken like he's Trump. <laughs> he is Trump, Christ. basically. It's so funny, and okay. he's like he's opposing Hillary, and then he realizes halfway through that he doesn't know what the hell he's oh going to do if he wins. God. And so he says, like at the at debate, he's like, "I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm not qu- equipped to run." country don't vote for me vote for her and hillary's like my opponent is a liar and cannot be trusted and he's like oh you stupid bitch. yeah it's like oh no um have, is that the same season with the member berries yeah the member yeah. berries yeah so the like member berries were good member member chewbacca <laughs> remember lando member communism <laughs> i have no clue it's what's so, going on here but it is so funny so like i've been putting that on because they were all released on netflix and it's nice. just so oh, they're just on netflix. ike is so cute like kick the baby, oh fucking best part Ike of the is movie. So cute, I just, I love it. I just, I, I remember I, South Park was one of those shows that I never liked when I was younger, and I refused to watch it because I couldn't get past. Like I watched it when I was like I used to see it on when it was past my bedtime when yeah. I was little, and the animation looked so crude to me compared to the Simpsons and other animations yeah, that like, I watched. Oh, I don't want to watch that. It kind of scared me a little bit. Same way the anime sort of scared me a little bit when I was younger. Mm. And now that I watch it and I hear that like the the actual humor in it is yeah. so funny and so clever uh, have just, you there's some great episodes especially new ones there's the one where they just fucking shit on home renovation shows yeah yeah <laughs> oh my white God. guys renovating yeah. houses and then they're just like all they do is like what we're gonna do is we're gonna knock down the wall between the kitchen and the living room open make, concept. An, make an oh open floor concept they say that in every house oh my it's God. So, okay. funny. That, so funny that is my type of humor it i do love that the funniest like I've, yeah so i basically i binged it so three seasons in the last like in the last week i've just been putting it on non-stop i've gotten through a season a day it's it's funny. Freaking funny as. Nice. What else have I watched, Alex? That's dope. Uh, Midsummer. You've watched Midsummer. Which Midsummer? Which, my which friends version? wanted to watch it. Uh, no, the not not the director's cut Who are your one. friends? I have friends. Which ones? Uh, do you want me to name them all? Michael and Owen. No, and no, 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 no. Um, on air shout outs. Tn, Bree, Sioli, Marie Claire, oh, no. MC. You only owe us five dollars each. It's fine. Yeah. Yep, that's fine. 
Uh, ciao. Now I've got to shout them all out, why don't did, I? Why Imogen and watch, Ciao. Why did you not watch the director's cut? It's better. Because, uh, well, I was going to borrow it from you, actually, but I wasn't sure. Whether did you not... Did you notice the differences? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did notice. And I tried what, to explain them to them, the differences after What do you think it. was better? I think the director's cut is better. For sure. Nice. Um, and yeah, I also watched Beautiful Boy because we were talking about Redhead Timothy Chalamet again, as you do. And Alex was like, I think Redhead Timothy Chalamet is better. I said, mm. but Redhead Spanish Timothy Chalamet isn't a, like, you know, he's but also a, dr- a drug addict. <laughs> I was like, Timothy Chalamet is not a drug addict. And he's like, have you seen Beautiful Boy? So I was like, you know what? I got to watch Beautiful Boy. And okay, now I have to go and watch so this. I'm watched surprised it that night. you hadn't yet. And you guys were just telling me that, like, the, the school that Timothy Chalamet went to yeah. is like a proper stoner school. And there was, oh, like, yeah. a video of him totally zonked out. Yo, on... I loved it. gone. I love it. Dude's lit as a firecracker. So, um, yeah, watch Beautiful Boy. It was good. Um, I really struggled to find critics, <laughs> critiques in films that he's in. Because you just don't want to listen to them? But yeah, Exactly. But, look, honestly, not his best film. I think Steve Carell's acting was good. Mm. And I think that Sham Timothy Sham. Chalamet's acting was great as well. Both of them were really great. Sham Sham How, how's their working together? I think they're working together is yeah. good as well. Yeah, yeah, the dynamic between the two of them. Did you buy them as son and father? I, yes, okay. I did. I did. Um, what I... The movie was probably a bit too long for me. I think that was my okay. issue with it. How long? It was a, It goes for like two hours or something like that. Oh, it was just over boy. two hours. But the thing is, it's that's, a that's lot a, of that's like... That's a long commitment for a film of that the movie, type. Hour exactly. 45 or nothing, unless you're watching the, Endgame. <laughs> the movie or is Mission literally Impossible. just a lot of him like, all right, relapsing. Then he yeah. recovers for a bit. Then he sort of relapses again. Then he, and like I could do like maybe two relapses. Yeah. But then are you get any more than that. When it keeps going. It's a bit like, all right, yeah. all right. And when the film starts to get quite long in the tooth with that, it starts to become a bit of, okay, well, I don't want to keep living in this world anymore. Yeah, that's I'm exactly going to get right. depressed. Um, the chick from Booksmart is in it. The, 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 the what's her name? Not, Which one? Not Jonah Hill's sister. Uh, <gasps> Caitlin Deaver. That's the one. She's in it. Alex and I are watching this film this week. She's in it for like a little bit and she's so unlikable. Oh, really? <laughs> can't stand the bitch. Oh, my God. It could have something to do with her character to Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> or, uh, you, you're thinking hey, about her also as, as a person. It. The kid from It's Yeah, it yeah, he played, but only for a little bit. Okay. Oh, now it's on my list. Yeah, so. Caitlin Deaver's amazing. Yeah, yeah. She, like, she's a really good actress in uh, it as well. Speaking about Midsummer too, uh, I did maybe watch all of Lauren Pooh's inter- uh, Instagram story of her making marmalade. Oh, that was the best Instagram yeah. story. Oh, my God. If anyone listening to this show is not following Florence Pugh on Instagram, you need to because she, making marmalade for the she first just time. does Instagram stories that are like 30 minutes long of her filming herself in the kitchen doing whatever the fuck. The best was when she was making marmalade and then she accidentally called the oranges tomatoes and then everyone <laughs> jumped on her for it. It was great. Uh, she's done ice cream she's before. She's awesome. She, yeah, she's awesome. She's saved cactuses. She's uh, It's a classic. It's a good time. Now, Brayden. So, yeah, that's what I've been watching anyway. Yeah, nice. Now, Brayden, what have you been um, watching? I've watched the you watched most. You've watched all of us. Which is insane. Um, so, I watched Silence of the Lambs, obviously. Um, still watching Star Wars Clone Wars, trying to get through it to watch the latest stuff. Um, today, for my film class, uh, we watched Toy Story. Love Why? It. I don't know. How good is Toy We've Story, watched Toy guys. Story 2. Toy yeah, Story 1's good, too. Uh, I know. The animation Toy Story 1 now is very, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, it's the first CGI proper film. Pr- true, but so, Toy like, Story 2 is it, just a masterpiece. I mean, yeah, it's better in every way. It makes but. you cry. Um, so, yeah, uh, Mikhail and I also watched Lady Bird for the first time. Loved it. How good so is it? So awkward. Like, they nail how awkward what do you like high better? school is. Um, Lady Bird or Little Women? Uh, I think Little Women still. Is it because the women were little? Had a little? <laughs> no. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I think did, I did like the stature of the women. I think it was just because when it came down to it, Lady Bird made me so uncomfortable with how awkward it was um, that I would prefer to watch Little Women again than I would Lady Bird again. However, Sasha Ronan and everyone really, in that Lady, film was see, amazing. When it comes, when Lady Bird shorter, so I'm gonna watch Lady Bird. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I I want to talk about this because Alex and I, Alex, you also tried I watched to the do first this. Five minutes. I watched the first fifteen minutes. This is Netflix's distributed Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. Now, for those of you unaware, this is the modern Remake? animation. I, is it the same voice I, actors? Or no, is it no, 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 no. Um, I, that, that's one of my issues. Um, so it's a basically a remaster of the... It's the Lion King 2019 of Pokemon. Exactly. It's the first Pokemon movie they did with Mewtwo and Mew and the clones and stuff. Um... But in like, hey, what if Illumination did it? Like, it basically is its animation style mm. that it's going for. It walks this really awkward line where we just saw Detective Pikachu with like hyper-realistic CGI Pokemon and it worked. It looked amazing. Um, and now we're seeing this incredibly like every bit of fur on every single like creature, every everything's glistening, it's all wet, it's gross. And... And it looks wrong. One and a half stars. One and a half stars. Do you want to know why? Because I rewatched, I rewatched the original like a couple of weeks back. I gave the original a two and a half because I mean it's a, it's all right. It's a, it's it's a bit eh. Um, this is shit. Like literally the mystery early on of oh who's contacting Ash and his gang is literally ruined by them cutting to Mewtwo like in the middle of the scene. <laughs> And uh, Meowth's voice actor, compared to the original, is shit. All the voice acting I found was really bad. <laughs> um, they uh, redid the song in the opening scene, uh, like, where the title song plays. And, like, in the original, that classic Pokemon theme, you're so hyped during watching this Ash do this fight and stuff. The remixed version, the redone in this one, is shit. Um, they've dumbed it down so much. Nothing is interesting anymore. Everything's so basically plain said and put out there. Like, it, oh, it's terrible. I wouldn't even recommend, like, kids to watch it. Alright, I want to hear this title Yeah, song. so you skip to when Ash is fighting the, uh, the dude who rocks up. Yeah, so that, that, go, go a little bit further. Yeah, go there. Yeah, when that dude shows up. You ready? This is a... You, little boy. Are you Ash from Palace? Like, listen to this voice acting. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, does that mean we can have a Pokemon battle? Is this supposed to be in Japanese? It's, yes. Because the lip... The, the, the matching of English audio to the animation is the worst I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. Jesus Christ, turn it's, this off, please. It's so bad, isn't it? Alex's face right now is, like, you stopped watching before this bit happened. Turn this off, please. It's so bad. <laughs> All the hype is gone. Yeah, skip to a bit with Meowth, okay? No, I'm, let's no, not I'm, see. I'm no, I'm not getting off this train because I'm pissed off. This is bad. Um, skip to Meowth and Rocket on the hill. You listen... Oh, no, go a little bit further back. A little bit further back. Uh, uh Yeah, go around there. You'll hear me out talk. It's insufferable. 
It's so bad. It's like if Meowth and a minion had a baby. Where is Meowth? He's about to pop up. Alright, right, give it a sec. We should hear him here. Oh wow, we literally found the one bit that doesn't have him talking. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he he's like overall this film's shit. No one watch it, please. Do okay. go on. Thank you very much. End of my go. end of my Let's... tirade. There you go. Go back ten seconds twice. Go back uh, here we go. So you know that's Meowth? Yeah. So you remember Meowth from the classic Pokemon movie. His voice acting and his character is so good. And then they shit on it with... The anyway, I'm done. Okay. I'm done thank too. You. Thank you, thank you. Let's thank just you. talk about these trailers and go. Trailers, Quick mention of these trailers. Um, we mention, all right, do you want me to do a speed? Am I the one that I've watched them all? Have you watched them all? I've watched them all. Yeah, I want to talk about Candyman most. Candyman the most. Candyman looks sick. Cam it's a black... It's the vacation. new, the new one from Jordan Peele. Oh, um, hang on! Produced and written, co-written by Jordan Peele. He's yes. not directing it. Oh, okay. So he's not directing it, but he's the man. He's the brains behind it. Yeah. Um, starring uh, Yaya from um, Black uh, Panther. No, um, um, uh, Watchmen and Aquaman. Aquaman. Um, this looks scary as fuck. I'm keen. Oh yeah, you I've never be. seen the original. This is a sequel to the original. Yeah. So this. It's what Halloween was. Yeah. Sequel reboot. I mean, um, uh, I mean, it's the it's the type of premise where it's like, oh, you you say the name in the mirror, I and love, they appear. I love the remix of oh. um, what song was it? The Destiny's Child song. Yeah. Oh yeah, say my name. Say my name. Yeah. Terrifying. Oh, hang on, wait. Can I summon Candyman right now? You're gonna be scared if I no, can't do don't. It? It's don't. five times, isn't it? Yeah. Do you need to do it in front of a mirror? Yeah. yeah. Alright, I got a mirror behind. Don't. Me. No, I'll, I'll mute your mic. It won't count. Oh. Not for the audio listeners. Does my phone count? The reflection of my phone count in the mirror. Um, no, stop. Candyman, 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 Candyman. Candyman. Can sweet like <laughs> sugar coated candy. That's what they should have used in the trailer. Can you imagine <laughs> in the middle of this well, incredibly Christine Aguilera. Can, can you imagine just in the back? <laughs> 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 Okay, everyone. That would be amazing. That's Candyman talk for now. If that if that song isn't in that film, I'm gonna be really disappointed. Yeah, it's gonna be so. that's gonna be opening credit song. Um, um, sets the tone. Are you ready for these other two really bad trailers? No, because I haven't watched either of them. Okay, well you ready? So one's called Rumble. A yes, it starts with "Let's get ready to rumble." Ooh. It's bad. Literally the entire time oh, the trailer is playing. It. I know the entire time the trailer is playing. The title logo for Rumble is just. On ben the Schwartz. screen the whole time, it's mm. it's bad. This is about monsters Rumble. in the WWE. Basically, it's oh, like I monster hate it. WWE. I hate the plot. It's from already. Paramount Animation, and it looks like shit. Okay, and this other one, Artemis Fowl. Uh, Artemis Fowl is bad. a is a book series that was in development for a film for a while, and then it was delayed a bunch and all this stuff. Always it's now promising. It's now finally gotten a trailer. Um, I'm gonna uh, summarize it to you like this. Um, it's kind of like Percy Jackson, but less about Greek Keep mythology, talking. more about basic fantasy um, and some like so action like, crime. Like, so like not as good. But the I kid mean, wears a suit. Percy and Jackson glasses. wasn't very good, but I mean, like the concept is good. Yeah, like the Greek mythology part's yeah, interesting. It's cool. Yeah, it's the only Whereas cool part. This is general fantasy. Uh, and it's like a crime thing. There's way too much CGI in the last part of the trailer, so it looks like it's going to completely blow its load. 
Like it's not doesn't look good. Oh, Kenneth Brown is directing it. Yeah, oh, okay. um, does have Colin Farrell in it. Does have I, Josh Gad is, in it. That, Colin I, Farrell brings me in. Josh Gad, I'd like plays, take it or leave yeah, it. But. Josh Gad. I mean, they different. Oh. Are you ready? Are you ready for the premise? Uh, Artemis Fowl's dad, Colin Farrell, gets kidnapped on a job. That but means he's not going to be in it. But what's his job? Uh, oh, apparently he might be a master thief. And he's a big criminal, and blah blah blah. Yeah, he's not going to be in the film that much because he's kidnapped the whole time. And he so. gets too much money, but they need it for marketing. Yeah. All well, right, everyone, let's that. just go. Let's Looks just like go. Yes. We've uh, really ended this show on a down note. Follow us on Spotify. Share us with your friend. Follow us. Uh, support us you, on Patreon. Your friend, your one friend. <laughs> Find us on our social medias. Um, and we're th- picking up our microphones now. Yeah, are we? This is us signing off. I'm pissed off. I'm Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, get I'm it, Steph. Steph. You you trying to hold the microphone with the big like handle everything. You look like you're just like ah. She looks like she's the one. She's like wow, much heavier today. <laughs> yes, it's like oh, not as worthy today. I see. Um, <laughs> Too many beers last night. Yeah, and uh, with that, yeah, I'm. Uh, you guys signed off. Yeah, we well, we, off. I did it because you said I'm disappointed. So. No, you yeah. said I'm pissed off. I'm, pissed I'm off. Alex. I'm oh, Steph. I like a name. Ha ha. Yeah. You've got some good jokes today, my man. I know. Do you want to just keep doing the show like this? Just, yeah. Um, okay. we, can, we can just keep talking, you know? We don't have to stop. Stop.